Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Thanks, as always, for downloading us. We do appreciate it. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, now, this afternoon... Mm. Uh, well, we had a bit of a conversation. Obviously, we're a we bit—we uh, were quite euphoric after England's fine victory in That's the and our favourite competition, the Nations League. I have been working under a handicap. Though. I've got the worst call oh, possibly ever imagined. Absolute stinker, uh, but uh, he, he, he soldiered on. <laughs> Here we go, just to prove it—not a stage sneeze, a real one. Uh, you're going to hear "Don't Ask Me," um, which, with that cold, you can imagine how that went. Yeah, and uh, Motti was on good form. We had Motti a bit of a trip good, down yeah. memory lane with Motti. He's, yeah, he's interviewing someone today that that led us down a different route, and we will find out with Harry in the Jungle what might tempt uh, Motti into reality TV. So, and, and, and an unexpected source paid tribute to me in a, quite a big way. Oh, that that was a lovely moment. <laughs> hey, you'll hear that too. Here it all is. I had a bit of a cricket experience on the weekend. Did you really? I went to. Uh, I was staying with. Some oh yeah, friends. you showed me the pictures. Yeah, yeah lovely. I went to Hambledon, where the the game was supposed. To, it's the crate. It's not actually where the game. I always thought it was where the game was invented, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it wasn't. It was where the, the game was formalised, the rules and everything. Okay. The bat and ball pub and the, the whole thing there. Did you go in the bat and ball pub? Oh, we certainly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was tremendous. Is and it full uh, of cricket memorabilia? I take it, it must be. <laughs> well, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Be a, those big be a bit of a wasted bats. opportunity <laughs> otherwise. <wouldn't laughs> it's all football. Yeah, it's all football, football shirts. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a great uh, drawing of W. G. Grace as well, like walking amongst the crowd mm. with a sort of like basically a bag of collecting money. What for the players? For, <laughs> well, for, for the him. work they put. I think for him, probably for him. That's it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, he said, and then signing the pub said, "Before you ask, he never played here." Right. Okay. Which, which he didn't. But right. uh, yeah. So have they was, got a kind of village green outside the pub where they play games? Well, then, that, that was it. Broad halfpenny ha- down or broad halfpenny down. Quite yeah. a strange bit of ground, really. Yeah, it doesn't look like you could play cricket there. It's quite sort of, they still, So they still don't play the local like, Hamilton oh, no, cricket no, there club. Is, don't play. They do there. There's a pavilion, new pavilion. Yeah, oh, nice actually, one. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. And then uh, the village. Where is it, Andy? Remind what part of uh, Hambledon? Ha- no, but where? What part? Hampshire. What? Hampshire. Okay. Well, and, okay, of course. Uh, yeah, the village. Then the village where we were staying. Westmean 
That is the resting, final resting place of Thomas Lord, who invented Lords, but he didn't invent it. Well, <laughs> he invented the idea of a stadium to watch sporting. Yeah, yeah no, he created Lords, would be yeah. a better way of putting it. He invented so, the Bolshe Steward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he did. Yeah. You know who I am. Mm. Anyway, he's buried there. He went, went to live there for the last 12 years of his life. And his grave's in a bit of a state, actually. He could overgrown? Well, so you can't really read the, the writing. It's all sort of like, yeah, something's happened to it. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the Sri Lankan, they've got breaking news about the cricket, though. Sri Lankan spinner Pushpaka Uramana. <laughs> Sorry, the producer. You said something's happened to it. The producer in my ear just went, time, I suppose. But look, this is the man time. that invented Lords. Maybe you think the MCC could go down there and get him a new headstone, don't you think? Goodness sake, they've got enough yeah. money. Anyway, Pushpaka Rumana yeah. is uh, going to miss the third... I remember third that, t- Dr. Doolittle. That's right, he's going to miss the third test because yeah. he's flying to Australia to bowl an over to each of the celebrities and I'm a celebrity and it's a Pushpaka trial. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's, I knew it was going somewhere. <laughs> Do you know you told I us... I thought that at three o'clock in the morning. Look at my writing. I had to get up and write that. You got up and wrote that down. <laughs> that's how selfish That is how are, dedicated yeah, I that's, am. That's amazing. And I don't think I'll ever be replaced by Suresh Lakmal, the uh, Sri Lankan captain. I'll then be getting his own TV chat show, judging by his after-match mumble. <laughs> Sensational interview after the game. Couldn't understand a word of it. It wasn't with Bumble, was it, this interview? <laughs> Bumble with Mumble. <laughs> yeah, it Mumble been, with Bumble. Would yeah. have been good, yeah. yeah. Now, Andy, you told us last yes. week, you t- I think you'd, you'd mentioned it before, but you told us last week that, well, I actually reminded the audience, because you told me you'd done it, that um, in, in an effort to look kind of quite urbane, uh, you'd gone on the tube one day with a copy of Gazetta della Sport yeah. and kind of held it out and then sort of read yeah, it. Just now, pretended just simply, the amount it, yeah. of Italian tourists you get in London, you were asking for trouble. It was only a matter of time before. You got away with it, but yeah. someone could easily have said, oh, I, you know, I see Lazio lost this weekend. Yeah, in Italian. How did they play? Of course, in <laughs> Italian. So you'd find an Italian on, and then you'd say, oh, I'm sorry, I, I don't speak yeah. Italian. And what a mug you'd feel then. It's true. So um, what about, there's a story today very similar to that. Jeffrey Turner went out on a date courtesy of Tinder and had said that uh, he could play the guitar. So oh, yeah. <laughs> little did he know, that the girl in question, who, who was quite taken with his picture, obviously was also quite taken with the fact he could play that the he played the guitar. Yeah. So she thought, oh, no, I'll take one along. <laughs> oh, really? So she took a, she brought a guitar along. It's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So she, t- she turns up with a guitar. And um, or apparently it wasn't the first date. They had a few dates. So he'd been playing this. He probably, I said to Jimmy Page and Dave Gilmore said to me type <laughs> stuff. He's doing all that. But in the end, she does bring a guitar along. And he has to admit that uh, he can't play it. Yeah, that's embarrassing. And then she, she binned him. Understandably, that's, that's bad. Isn't but it? that's very similar to your story, isn't it? It is. You don't. You don't want to really be faking it, do you? If but... you got found out in a little porky like <laughs> that, much like Andy could have done, and our poor old Jeffrey Turner did, then um, uh, yeah, share it with a class today. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine and tweet to TSHNJ. That is quite spectacular, isn't it? That, uh... Oh, yeah. I uh, I'm indebted to my eldest boy, Sammy. Sent me a thing overnight mm. of a ramen place or you know noodles or noodle ramen restaurant oh, in yeah. Japan called Kitchen Gunners mm. and it is basically a sort of Arsenal and Spurs themed ramen restaurant it's got a Tottenham toilet look at that wow <laughs> and that's where is it it's in where I don't know which part of Japan but it's somewhere in Japan so he's over there at the moment is he no he just he must have read about it wow. I suppose yeah uh, Gunners Noodle Kitchen there it is so what I, I, don't, I mean I really you eat you eat the Gunners noodles and then you sort of go to, you the, go Tottenham into the Tottenham store, toilet. Tottenham to, toilet. Yeah. I suppose it works. So obviously it's an anti-Tottenham, <laughs> it's an anti-Tottenham oh, yeah, sentiment, it's, isn't oh, it? I suppose it is. Yeah. If you've made out the bog in all Tottenham colours and everything else is Arsenal, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be going to that place. 
I'm afraid I would give it a swerve you're wherever not, it is in you're Japan. You're not going to the Noodle Gunner restaurant. No, I certainly won't be. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Excuse me. Oh, dear. I love uh, that. Hawksby thing. and Jacobs here on TalkSport, the TalkSport website, if you want yeah. to go and check it out. Um, uh, actually, the uh, Twitter feed, at TalkSport, have just put up Mike Parry's Cinnamon mm. Challenge. as a bit good, of a throwback. If you've never had the pleasure, um, it, is quite, it is quite spectacular, isn't it? So if you've never seen it, uh, go and check it out. Now, do you want a sign of the apocalypse from the cricket? Sporting sign of the apocalypse? Yeah. yeah the, uh, I think I've never seen this before. The square leg umpire. Didn't want to block the view of the camera, hmm. for, for, so he moved from where he was standing. Yeah, what's happened there? That's ridiculous, isn't it? Surely it's up to the Fairly umpire. bizarre, isn't it? Oh, it's bad, though, yeah. really. So he's in no position to judge the run out or the stumping. Just leaving it to the cameras. You didn't have a go at Gareth Southgate or Dalich, or you didn't do any impressions of the managers yesterday. You got no, a cold. Well, I've it got might a cold. be. It you wouldn't have sound like any of them. Melvin Bragg. Yeah, everything's going to sound like the bloke who does the Mister Kipling adverts <laughs> in the eighties, isn't it? At the moment. Yeah, you could do. Tonight in John Benson's film, we go behind the scenes with no, England. It's not good having to do a show like this. But what can you do? Well, you got a cold, you know. I'll soldier on. Yes, you know. You know what it's like when you're cold. You're not really ill, but you see, just uncomfortable. You feel a bit sort of. Yeah. It sound great anyway. Um, but yesterday... No change there then. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I love you, Andy, but I'm not the only one. <laughs> yes, this is Because uh, we've been alerted by a number of listeners um, that uh, Andy's missus got in touch with Steve Wright's love songs. Yeah. Steve Wright's Sunday love songs on uh, on uh, Radio 2, whatever that very, is. It happens to be a very good show, it's a yeah, case. Yeah. <laughs> So I listen to it simultaneously with the weekend sports breakfast. Okay, it's brilliant how you That's do sort that. Of bloke I am. Well done. That's you've got one in each ear. Is that what it is? I have, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to play it to you now. We're, uh, we're going to play a little bit of output from uh, from uh, Radio. Yeah, she, she just went off. We're calling, we're I, didn't call know, I didn't know she she'd done this. So, okay, yeah. right, fair enough. And uh, we're calling it the Steve Wright Show uh, Sunday Love Song Social. So uh, that seems to be the, <laughs> the best way to do it. I think. Yes. So here it is. I'd like to dedicate my message to my husband, Andy Jacobs. He's so supportive, loving, and most gorgeous man ever. Uh, my name is Sue Jacobs, and we listen every week to the show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, along with the talk. And look, simultaneously to Cass and Georgie on the talk. <laughs> So let's let's, let's 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 drill down into that. Supportive. I know you look. You are supportive, well, but you. Um, I've, you can turn. I've, I phoned you in the morning sometimes, and you say, "Like Sylvie doing the washing." Stop making such a row. <laughs> Trying to talk to Paul, you're a bit of that. Very not very supportive. Very supportive, yeah. Um, gorgeous. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the one to make that kind of call. Not really. I look behind the glass at the reaction I'm getting. I don't look gorgeous today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you got you know, not be a shiny number eleven. That's not quite as gorgeous, really, at the moment when you're no. cold. No, not really. Um, but that's lovely. No, no, Isn't that nice? Well, you know, it's not, not nice true thing at all. To do. I'm one of the worst people you could ever meet. No, you're not. <laughs> Clearly not, because she's gone out of her way to do that. Unless it's an well, insurance job. Kind of her, really. Well, I mean, she'll try and kick. Yeah, she'll kind of loosen. I'd say stair carpet. They haven't got any stairs now. But if, you know, she can say, "Well, why would I? Why would I have pushed him under that bus?" That's <laughs> yeah, true. Knowing uh, only a week before, I'd put myself. Well, it's the oh, perfect it's, crime. It is. I'll that's be looking a, over your shoulder over the next few. A lovely touch. A lovely touch. That well done, Sue. Thanks to Jamie Bailey. This was it who spotted it? Yeah, Jamie um, spotted it. A few people um, did actually. And Mark, Mark, uh, Malk, yeah. actually. Malk, sorry, yeah, Malkin. Well done. So we also asked you this afternoon <laughs> uh, for um, porcupines that have backfired. This young lad, Jeffrey Turner, just to remind you, 
uh, met a girl on Tinder, told her he was a great guitar player. Uh, after a few dates, she bought him a guitar. She's a bit mad. I hope she managed mm. 140 quid Yamaha CX40, if you really want to know. Really? Yeah. So uh, she bought it. And uh, he uh, said, that's why she got rid of him, because yeah. she felt humiliated. Yeah, that she bought a guitar. Yeah, if she just had that guitar, or somebody was, you know, just gave it to her, I don't think she'd yeah. have been worried about it, really. He could have said, I mean, if he thought on his feet, he could have said, well, I'm actually a bass guitarist. Or I'm left-handed. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I mean, that's true. Oh, yeah, Andy, that's true. There, there could have been ways around. But she only would have gone out and got a, a, another one, wouldn't she? I, didn't, no, I don't true. know. Or restrung or whatever. Anyway, he didn't think that quickly, and he admitted that uh, he couldn't play, actually. He'd been having her on. And she binned him. But um, we had a few other examples. Jonesy says, I once blatantly lied to a potential girlfriend that I was a professional chef instead of being a London underground guard. The inevitable eventually happened. My ham, egg and chips didn't really cut the mustard and I was shown the door. Oh, dear. Uh, well, invariably, you're going to say you're going to have to cook for me. Uh, my mate uh, told a girl he was chatting up once that he was a pilot. Unfortunately for him, pilot. she made airplane engines from Rolls-Royce and knew rather a lot about that subject. Yeah. Uh, he floundered for a while and then admitted he was actually a pipe fitter. Says, uh, says <laughs> pilot is, is something people often choose. That and fashion photographer, I think, is, that, is another one. That... Really? Is that the one you often go for? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, I'm a, I'm a fashion In the old days, I might yeah, have yeah, yeah. Before I became the perfect man. Before you became uh, gorgeous and supportive. <laughs> That's, what was the other? Loving. Loving. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, just three, not three of the words God, I would have used. Not true. Hollywood um, star oh, yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Has is he fall- coming in? No. He's fallen in love with Doncaster. Has he? He said, I love Doncaster. I love the people of Doncaster. I've had a great time filming there. I even uh, love the soccer club, Doncaster Rovers. So uh, I love soccer. So maybe next time I'm in town, he can take me to a game. But yeah. he was in a gym, and uh, this bloke happened to be... Uh, the owner of the gym said uh, he was impressed by the rock's physique. He towers over you. He's about six foot six. Yeah, that's why it's called the rock and not the pebble. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, he wouldn't get the, quite as much film work called the pebble, would he really? <laughs> not really. Wouldn't yeah. really take off. I, Johnny I, Vaughan's in my mate's cab. So, uh, good, I don't know if he's got the radio. He won't be listening Hi, to Johnny, us. how are you doing? Oh, um, I've, I've still a, not got been a long time together. But, you know, he's he a have happy memories. He's a wonderful broadcaster. Happy memories of uh, doing the show with Andy all those years I know, ago. People, so. people think that... You know, Give him our love, Charlie, exactly if you've got the radio right. on. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the things I like and uh, is ma- League Two match reports. Mm. Now, I had a thing for over the years where... The whole of the match report would be basically the manager's quote. Yeah. And the manager would be described as boss, Macclesfield boss Dave Moss. That used to be Macclesfield boss Dave Moss. But yeah. I noticed yesterday in the Mail on Sunday that they had a sort of different, they, they mixed it up a bit. So mm. you had Mansfield boss David Flickroff was jubilant. Yeah. You had uh, manager Michael Jolly. He was quite... Uh, well, wait, well, I can imagine he was quite... Well, jolly, I mean, yeah. jolly, I would imagine upbeat. They won, didn't they? And in New, Exactly. Newport 2, Colchester nil. Michael Jolly was jolly. <laughs> Mike, manager Mike Flynn praised Patrick Armand. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Forest Green nil, Morecambe won. Morecambe manager Jim Bentley, blah, 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 blah. They all start with the manager. Yes, thing. they do, yeah. Uh, Exeter 2, Northampton 2, though. That was... Um, Andy Williams pinched a late point for Northampton to delight Boston. Northampton. Northampton. <laughs> You're making your own carry-on films, are you? What a team they are. That's North- the village that Kenneth Williams would have come from in the oh, movie. Northampton. Oh, Northampton. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then when it came to Oldham 3, Cambridge 1, yeah. they decided to little, vary a little bit, so they went Frankie Bunn praised Oldham after they fought back to win. No manager, no boss. Yeah. 
but very rarely. And that's Bob Marley, wasn't it? No manager, no boss. <laughs> that's one of his best. Remember that one, yeah. This one is unbelievable. This has never, ever happened. Barry Four, Stevenish nil. Jay O'Shea bagged a brace as Barry swept past Stevenish in a second-half blitz. Yeah. Danny Mayer and sub Owen O'Connell also scored, while Curtis Guthrie was sent off for the visitors. So nothing about the managers, no boss, no manager. Got no mention of it. See, that's what they should be really... Like that, there should be a little match report like that. Who scored? Who's much more important than what the boss thought yeah. or the manager? <laughs> yeah, you would do. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Motti with us in the studio. We're going to take him right back to his first TV game now because he's going to be interviewing uh, the man at the very centre of this. It's uh, Hereford versus Newcastle in the FA Cup. Now Tudor's gone down for Newcastle. Radford again. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! Radford, the scorer. Ronnie Radford. And the crowd... The crowd are invading the pitch, and now it will take some time to clear the field. What a tremendous shot by Radford. Yeah, what a moment. I tell yeah. you what, Motti, very noticeable there. You know, your voice doesn't sound no, I was say a lot same different. Thing. I mean, a slight, slightly no, more... A couple of glasses of claret made it slightly <laughs> more husky, but not much. It still sounds like well, you. Well, I'm pleased about that because it means I've still got a job, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I wish I had a fiver for every time that goal's been replayed. Yeah. <laughs> Although I bet Ronnie wishes he had too because yeah. I'm meeting him later, as you know. Yeah, you're going to be interviewing him, Well, we're you? doing this Motti Meat series, yeah. which is going to go out in the new year. I spoke to Bobby Gould at length last week. Mm. Uh, the criteria being that um, <laughs> the, the, the interviewee, his finest football moment co- happened to be when I was commentating, if you yeah. see what I mean. So Bobby Gould won the FA Cup with Wimbledon, Ronnie Radford and so on. And, and we're going to go <laughs> down that idea. road. Jerry, Jerry yeah. Armstrong's coming on to talk about the, the goal for... Northern Ireland against Spain Brilliant. in the World Cup. And so that's the idea of it anyway. And Ronnie's, Ronnie's coming in this afternoon, still fitting well. And, um, well, you know, people call it the greatest... Well, 
shock in the history of the FA Cup. That's one of the it, best ever goals. Got, well. I was going to oh, say, yeah, especially, especially on that pitch. I just wonder though, Monty, if you, it was it was your it was your first real kind of sit up notice commentary, wasn't yeah. it on TV? Yeah. First ever FA Cup tie. Wow. Yeah. And you do you do wonder had it been a routine well, three 0 to Newcastle, how it could have been that, very different for your career. You'd never have been here. No, no. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm the first one to say that, and and, and you know it was supposed to be me sweeping up a routine replay. Yeah. Because that game, that third round replay, which is what it was, actually took place on fourth round day mm. when others were playing a round ahead because it was postponed so many times. Yeah. And it was one of those incredible coincidences, I suppose. And when Malcolm McDonald scored, what was it, seven minutes from the end to put Newcastle in front, the boys back in the studio, well, that's it, that'll be three minutes at the end of the show. Yeah. And then along came Ronnie and, of course, Ricky George in extra time. Yeah. And what have you got? You've got a a memorable sort of day that that wasn't even on the cards. Well, that must happen as a commentator. Over the years for you on Match of the Day, you'd look at a game and you'd think, I'll I'll be somewhere towards, I can't see this being. And then it's a a brilliant match and then you're you're first up. Well, that's how it happened. Yeah. And it it did, as you said, it, it, it... as I was on trial at the time in television for a year, um, it, it, it really fell in my lap. Yeah. And it pro- probably it, without that, I, you, yeah, actually, you're right, Andy. I wouldn't have been here. <laughs> <laughs> but it is remarkable because if you listen to, if you go on YouTube, you'll find old stuff from Paul and I when we first started. Or old like bits about of 12. Our, we do. We Alan. Say, Alan Brazil. Alan, sounds, Alan sounds like this. Yeah, he does. It? Whereas you sound exactly the same, which is not any different. Wow, thing, great testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you it's remember good. what your first ever game was for the? Well, I, I was only there for about three months before the Hereford game, but I did do a, a very well. Uh, it was it was a this was routine. It was a league game at Anfield between Liverpool and Chelsea. Right. Um, not very memorable, and the commentary certainly wasn't very memorable. But um, yeah, I did, did do a couple of matches before that one, but. Yeah, Did you feel that that conversion? Because you'd done radio before, of course. Where you, yeah. So you got picked I had, up. I had. Making that making that transition hard. I thought yeah. at the time because I remember they kicked off in my first TV game, and I thought, what do I say now? Because <laughs> everybody can see the things I used to describe yeah. on radio, and you know, giving the time and the score every two minutes and all that type of stuff. Mm. It, it was a completely different. Uh, well, it was interpretation, really, rather than straight description. And yeah. that's, that's really what television commentary is. And that's a flip thing, isn't it? You get people who've done a lot of TV who suddenly do radio and they're not giving you enough information. Ah, well, that's true. That, that can happens. be a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that can work. I mean, the, the, the radio advice I always had was, you know, p- people are in cars, people can't see anything, which way are they kicking, what's the score, how long to go. Yeah. You know, and it remains for me the, that, that those me- those sort of bits of advice always come back to me when I do a radio match now you know I've got some more like up for old... us John I'll take it you're going to be doing some more for uh, us oh yeah for yeah. sure yeah no I just bounced off that West Ham Burnley game which was really entertaining yeah of course hopefully do another one in a couple of weeks lovely do you remember that grid where they, where you oh. follow the radio that was before Motti's time <laughs> I wasn't know it, it was what red... <laughs> back to square one back to yeah. square one square that's nine it. yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's yeah. Then yeah. they used to get the commentary so you knew where it was on the pitch yeah, yeah. but that phrase back to square one seems to have sort of Got into the English uh, yeah. language, that's hasn't true, it? Which is used in all sorts of contexts. Yeah, absolutely. And it started with the Radio Times chart back in the 20s. Yeah, what about now, that? We, we, chart we've seen a lot of sporting figures in uh, reality TV shows. We've got Harry in there, Harry in, the Red Jungle. in the jungle. Uh, I was wondering, have you ever been I asked? I was sort of slightly um, 
not tempted, not for a minute, but somebody did <laughs> put that thought in my mind. Mm. Uh, I don't know how serious they were because I stopped it, stopped it at source, really. No, <laughs> I, I've got no ambition to go and do Brave Man Harry. I mean, good luck to him. But uh, you, what couldn't would put that, you, off? you couldn't wear that sheepskin in the jungle. Yeah, it would be too no. warm. What would put you off the jungle? Do you know, is, it, is, it, is it the e- eating stuff or is it just the oh, boredom? Yes. Or? Well, eating stuff. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm the sort of my diet's usually cheeseburger and chips anyway. But, <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, with you, I, I just wouldn't fancy it. I wouldn't fancy the the, the exposure, really. I yeah. mean, I think people that do it, I mean, I've got a bit of time for it because, you know, you've got to be fairly brave to, to go and, you know, commit sure. yourself to that for a period of time, haven't yeah. you? Anyway, it's not going to happen for and me. Strictly? So, uh, neither is that. A <laughs> <laughs> few spoke to my wife about my attempts to dance. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I gave that up a long time and ago. And that would rule out dancing on ice, probably, for the same oh, reason. Oh, without so. doubt. Yeah. Oh, please, please, please don't start to draw me into these things. <laughs> well, I'm just making... I've avoided them till now. Now you... But if, if you're... It's true. It's, honestly, because you're not showing any weakness, so the, the producers <laughs> of these shows will be listening, thinking, oh, Motti, he sounded like he might fan, but no. you've t- categorically no, said no. It's a good stance, because the more you do that, the more they offer you. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it could be. We're going to get the money up, John, if nothing else. We'll have you in the jungle for a million quid yet. You've got the wrong man. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> now, just uh, on a, returning to the football, we've got the uh, four o'clock this afternoon, uh, The cha- some of the championship clubs, the top clubs like Leeds and Villa and Derby are going to sit down and they're going to try and persuade the EFL board not to take the five-year deal with Sky, the TV deal, because they think they can they can get more, they can get a more lucrative deal. I, I mean, we understand it there. Not with 11 Sport by any chance. Well, well I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the, the problem from Leeds' point of view is that uh, 11 Sport would need to come up with the money, uh, Andrea Radrizani, and I don't think he has matched the Sky bid. But uh, well, you read the same piece as me with Andy Holt, the Accrington yeah, chairman that, yeah. today, Mottis. Mm. He's kind of, he doesn't think, people have said they're greedy, an elitist, but he doesn't feel that. He doesn't feel there is no, self-interest. He's, he's not so worried about the... Well, he is worried about, about the amount that television's paying football. He's talking about the distribution, isn't he? Yeah. Now, we've got two different things here. We've got the championship clubs like your Leeds and your Derbys and, you, you know, if loosely speaking, the bigger so-called bigger clubs complaining about the gap between the Premier League, what they earn, mm. and what a championship club earns. And it's enormous. Sure. We all know that. Um, you know, parachute payment notwithstanding. Mm. Mm. Um, but you see, what the Accrington chairman was saying there was there's also a huge gap between the likes of his club and the ones at the top of the championship, and that that needs to be closed. Yeah. So somehow or other, <laughs> I don't know how you get football people to vote this way, but somehow or other the whole financial package which television is paying into football, needs revisiting. Yeah. And how you do that, how you get everybody on the same side, well, I think it's probably practically impossible. But, I mean, Scudamore did his best at certain times in his 19 years, and Mm. it's probably something that will land in the lap of our new lady chief executive. Well, they're they're calling the football league, so they want to receive 25p for every pound the Premier League earns. At the moment, it's 5p. 5p. Yeah, Yeah. well, the gap is enormous. Yeah, that's no, well, they're, they're not going to get it all. That's for certain. No, no way. But but I remember when Sean Harvey, from the uh, chief mm. of the EFL, tried to put a um, a reconstructed league to them. Was it a year ago? And mm. suggested five divisions of twenty. Yeah, where, where eight well, clubs from the national league would be incorporated. Tony Pulis has been calling for that again. I think he feels that there's makes too complete many games, sense. Yeah. But there was yeah. the argument fell down on a what I thought was a fairly 
easily sold because <laughs> some of the EFL clubs didn't want to lose Saturday fixtures mm. uh, because because if they got pushed into midweek, they don't get the same crowds. Well, the answer is halfway there already because the FA Cup is gradually moving yeah. in, into midweek, isn't not altogether at the moment. I know, but. It, it, it's almost as if you need a, a sort of an independent person to come in and say, look, fellas, this is the common sense solution to mm. this. But would they all vote for it? Yeah. I, I think it would be a long battle. Well, as we, we may get some uh, reaction to that during drive or uh, kick-off tonight because they're meeting at four o'clock. But, uh, uh, Monty, we're going to see you on Thursday this week, aren't if, we? Yes, I'm going to come in yep. a bit earlier this week. We're looking ahead again, of course, to the return of the Premier League. Yep. Uh, Spurs, Chelsea. Spurs, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's always a lot of tension in this oh, studio. Oh, I know. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> I'm going to be here to calm that. Water, put cold water on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've also got Watford, Liverpool. Yeah. And we've also got West Ham versus Manchester City. Ooh. So th- there are three gigantic games there, aren't there, at yeah. the weekend? And we'll have to talk about that on Thursday and get, well, the force panel will be in operation. It obviously. will be, yeah. Yes. Uh, give our best to uh, Ronnie. And I jo- will. Enjoy your chat with him. And uh, when we're going to hear these next year, these documentaries? Uh, uh, starting, hopefully, in January. I think, I think that's the plan. And um, hopefully there'll be ten of them in, in, fu- in the oh, fullness lovely. of time. So I've got a lot to do. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Don't ask me... I know you got a cold, Andy. I'm, I'm asking a lot to give you five out of five. The old memories. It's going to make the memory a bit It fuzzy. might improve it. Five questions based on last week's shows. On Friday, who was our panel beater? Sorry, not our panel beater. That would be a bit harsh. Uh, who was our pro? <laughs> That's a very good question. Yeah. Um, who was the pro on yeah. Friday? That's a really good question. Motti came on Motti from Cheltenham came and who joined Cheltenham. us? Who joined us? Lovely man. something to do with international football. It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I can't remember. Oh. That's terrible, isn't it? It was Andy Walker. Oh, God. Uh, Clive Tilsley joined us about his famous uh, bit of commentary around Wayne Rooney. What was a bit of commentary? Uh, it was his first ever league goal. Yeah, but Premier what does he league. say? What's the line? Oh, uh, remember the name. Remember the name, that's yeah. it. Yeah, well done. Charles Hansen, the team... Remember anything about last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember the name. Uh, Charles Hansen, the TV auctioneer, had a special bit of sporting memorabilia that he found in a junk shop uh, or in a charity shop. Can you remember what it was? Oh, God. You have uh, got a cold, end. I know. Uh, if you had a bit of memorabilia in a charity shop, yeah. we interviewed him. Oh. Yeah. You remember the chat, do you? I do, but I can't remember what we were talking Ralph's about. Ralph Schumacher's racing oh, suit. Oh, his racing suit, yeah. Glenn Moore was in on Tuesday. <laughs> it's not going well. And uh, which football it's like team? I wasn't even here. He's sure a com- I wasn't off last <laughs> <laughs> Which team does he support? Uh, comedian, Glenn Moore. They're more uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Well done, yeah, he's back. Yeah. And um, <laughs> who joined us to tell about his new TV show, World War Two Treasure Hunters? Uh, World War Two Treasure Hunters was In Al his... Murray. No. no, it was Suggs. Suggs, so yeah. So there we are. <laughs> uh, that was it. There we are. That was this afternoon's uh, show. So, Motti, not in the jungle, not dancing, not dancing on ice. What's left? Love Island? Love Island. Motti and... Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll put that that to him on Thursday when he joins us again. In the studio tomorrow, A-Rod, a a legend of the world of baseball, and Ronnie O'Sullivan, the man who needs no introduction. So, uh, we'll be chatting to both of them in the studio, and uh, we'll catch up with you then. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.